This episode of The Fakest is brought to you by HollywoodIsHard.com. Watch Kimmy Kim and Fruitron live their Hollywood life with all of the hardship that that brings. Mash that subscribe button and notification bell at HollywoodIsHard.com. Tonight, in our exclusive interview, Mickey Mouse admits that he thinks Disney's animated cash cow Moana was kind of boring. Then, a group of local moms are censoring films by yodeling loud enough to drown out profanity. Is this hot new trend here to stay? We'll let you know Yodelay He Who gives the best warbling lessons in your town coming up. Then, on Totes Hollywood, I'll tell you who's wearing who, what's dating when, and which nostalgic franchise is getting a rebooted reboot, all in under a minute. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. Good evening, I'm Paul Defoe, but you probably already knew that. First up, a 90s pop idol resurfaces after years out of the public eye. Greg Alexander, 47, formerly of the one-hit sensation New Radicals, resurfaces tonight in the new Flix documentary Flagpole Sitta, Falling from Grace, about one-hit wonders specifically from the years 1997 to 2001. How did waking up with kids cure his dreamer's disease? Does he still have the music in him? New Flix is giving you, the fakest faithful, three exclusive clips as an apology for headhunting our investigative reporter, Ella Fitzpatrick. Greg Alexander, he was wandering the woods of Ableton, Kentucky, searching for squirrels to feed his four growing boys. Sometimes I come out here and think about those three weeks where we're in the top ten on TRL. They even had us in studio once. It was surreal. Hold on. But yeah, Carson Daly was really nice. He was tiny, though, like a little, little chukabai. I could have thrown him across Times Square if the wind was blowing right. <laughs> what the hell? This one ain't dead yet. What brought this new radical to the hills of Kentucky? True love, according to him. We ran a miracle mile to get that album released. This girl uh, showed up at one of our shows. Uh, Kim, she's sweet. Even with the tobacco chewing and the blue teeth. She helped me realize my true calling, which is homesteading here in Ableton. Working with the land, hunting for sustenance, raising the youngins to pull the plow. You know, when I let go of all that health insurance ripoff, fake computers crashing, fashion shoots with Beck and Hanson semi-charmed kind of life, I found what I really wanted all along. I'm going to plow the fields, tend to the children, and chickens. Plus, you know, I got the frenemies money. Unbeknownst to most, Greg's catchy hit, You Get What You Give, introduced the word frenemy into the English lexicon, resulting in massive royalties from Cosmo, Pretty Little Liars, and BuzzFeed. In the end, he's doing just fine, even if he's never chucked Carson Daly across a crowded New York City street. As for his fans, they aren't exactly passionate. The new Radicals guy with that video in the mall, right? And he rhymed Hanson with Marilyn Manson. That was, that was awesome. It was like postmodern nostalgia. Do you know what he's doing now? Well, I 
guess I figured he got a real job or whatever. I mean, who thinks about these guys after they're gone? When was the last time you wanted to know about Jimmy Ray? Flagpole Sitter, Falling from Grace, goes live tonight at midnight on Newflix. Tell him the fake is sent ya. Oh, and also tell Ella Fitzpatrick we need her laptop back. Screw you, Paul! Man, what a sad sack of shit that guy became. What is that noise? Is is there a window open or something? Uh, Paul, don't freak out, but... Freak out? Do I look like somebody who would freak out? A little. Anyway, nothing to worry about, but a group of protesters is occupying the sidewalk outside KCOM Studios. Oh, <laughs> is that all? That happens all the time. It's the survivors of the helicopter crash at Dustin's Neighborhood Grill. What are they protesting, the little scamps? Did they not like the apology banner that we both had an equal part in creating? When the apology banner got caught in the helicopter blades causing a crash that destroyed the restaurant, they didn't think my goofy banner was funny anymore. Weird. Just have them electrify the lobby and everything should work itself out. Now, back to the fake news. We go now to the fakest entertainment reporter, Carrie Tart for Totes Hollywood. Carrie? I'm Carrie Tart, here to tell you totes everything going on in Hollywood in under a minute. There's an old saying that goes, every dog has its day. And for Hollywood dogs, that day is now. The canine comic relief on the hit CBS spinoff, The Big Bone Theory, is getting his payday. Cupcake the Pug will receive the same $100,000 per episode as his human counterparts on The Big Bang Theory. Now that's a good pupper. Aw, oh, shoot, man. There's been a lot of negative press on Dylan Sander. Dylan Sander speaks out on his raunchy reputation and his life with Britney. Yeah, I mean, last night we went to the Cheesecake Factory and then the strip club and then back to Cheesecake for dessert. I mean, that's love. I don't care what they say. Look, look, look at these eyes, man. Look, oh, they look tired, right? Yeah, it's because I only got an hour's sleep last night, but it was so worth it, man. Trust me. Johnny Knoxville's big comeback? He's playing himself on Hulu's new hit, Ask Jack. Hey, Ask Jack, I'm Johnny Knoxville. I'm gonna need a pile of glass, and you're gonna watch. You can catch Ask Jack every Monday morning at 3 a.m. for the next 12 weeks. And that's been Totes Hollywood. For The Fakest, I'm Carrie Tart, signing off. Thanks for your report, Carrie. We were freaking out a little in the morning meeting with a whole minute to fill in the show. Then we were like, we can stick Carrie's fluffy bullshit right here. And we did. Now, a word from our sponsor. Building Your Hollywood Life, the program that all Americans are talking about. Nationally known life coach and real estate expert, Curtis Armstrong will show you how to build a true Hollywood life. Even if you live in the flyover states, Curtis Armstrong's techniques will enable you to live just like your cousin who moved to Hollywood after high school graduation. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Curtis Armstrong. Hollywood. One of the most magical places on earth. 
Hello, I'm Curtis Armstrong. No, not Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. The other Curtis Armstrong. I didn't come here to teach you how smart I am. In fact, I failed out of middle school, high school, and ITT Tech. I've got a question for you. How would you like to live in Hollywood, enjoying the good life, and earning more money than you do right now, slaving away in obscurity for pennies a week? Just imagine Hollywood, the town where dreams are made, a land of movie stars and public urination, traffic and tourists, famous filming locations, and beautiful, unavailable <laughs> women made with the best technology money can buy. Hollywood, where you can be panhandling in the morning, auditioning after lunch, drinking in mid-afternoon, looking for a place to sleep on sunset at sunset. Get out of here. And yet, all the while, you're making more money than you ever dreamed of. If you think that's impossible, you're in for a surprise. In the last 30 seconds, you've already met a man who does all of that. He can show you how to do it too. His name, Curtis Armstrong. It's me. How do I do it? Through something called delusion. A $200 billion a year industry built on the shattered dreams of people just like you. Delusion. Delusion can work for each and every one of you. So this is what I'm going to do. When you get started today in this explosive Hollywood Life program, not only are you going to get the expanded Building Your Hollywood Life, along with the updated Making It Big with Van Nuys Pawn Shops program, I'm going to include three additional delusional programs at no extra cost. The first program is called Look Like a Million Bucks While Paying $36,000 a Year in Rent. A step-by-step -step system to get you started successfully lying to everybody you meet about the current state of your career. The second bonus program is called Secret Cash Flow Techniques. Techniques you never dreamed possible to get cash from suckers and tourists. It involves an Elmo costume and a shiv. <laughs> Delusion. The third bonus program is called Finding Shelter in the City of the Angels. This in-depth guide reveals which restaurants throw out the best food, which sections of the LA River aren't patrolled by the cops, and which Scientology centers will offer you a hot meal and a shower in exchange for your thetans. I'll show you how to finance your delusions by asking your upper middle class aunt for money so you can start today with your Hollywood life. Well, you heard it right from Curtis himself. Visit our website, hollywoodlife.u, and you'll save an additional $50 on building your Hollywood life, so you'll only pay $950 for this seven-part course designed to get you sleeping on the red carpet in no time. Order today. Movie piracy is a real problem, and movie studios are finally fighting back in the wake of record-breaking box office profits. For more, we go to the fakest owned Brent Arnold. Brent? You, uh, you seen any movies lately? You seen Incredibles 2 yet? I, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but maybe if a 20 were to appear on this counter, I might remember the plot a little better. This strange occurrence took place at a Circle K in San Dimas, California, a scant 43-minute drive from Hollywood headquarters in Los Angeles. 20 bucks. Compared to theater prices, that's nothing. Pony up, man. What happened? Well, you remember at the end of the original Incredibles when they face off against the Mole Man? Yeah, they don't address it at all. Hmm. Boom. Major disappointment. That's it, boys. We got him. Out through the door! Tell Jimmy he's coming to him! Tell Jimmy! Get on the ground, you profit-eating scumbag! 
This recording provided to us by the Motion Picture Association of America, or the MPAA, documents Hollywood's latest effort at cracking down on movie piracy. We talked to Greg Chambers, a vice president from the MPAA, about the tape. So you arrested this clerk for sharing the plot to a movie still in theaters? What brought about this change in enforcement? Somebody giving away plot points to The Incredibles 2 all willy-nilly? That's a real problem. A very real problem that federal agents are very interested in solving. Juan Torres, ICE special agent, was downright giddy when we asked him about the spoiler crackdown. As an agent, taking a look at this, my first thoughts are, I thought they did address the Mole Man thing, like right up top. I also think this will really pump up our conviction numbers, which will make it easier to get funding next year. when I do that. Torres has assisted Hollywood in their anti-piracy efforts since 2006, when a rough cut of X-Men Origins Wolverine leaked on the internet, making twice as much as the finished film at the box office. To a certain extent, I'm surprised this thought pirate at Circle K was so brazen. He didn't even offer a spoiler warning before infringing on Pixar's intellectual property. Before being arrested, the clerk revealed major spoilers for movies still on the big screen. Modern classics like Skyscraper and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Instead of money going in, going to the people who actually make the movies, it's going to the people who are spoiling these films for people who haven't even paid to see them yet. This could also be considered impersonating a major motion picture in a casual setting, which brings with it a fine of up to $250,000 per infringement, even when using coded language to talk about the movie with a particular individual who has seen the film while in the presence of some other particular individual who hasn't seen the film yet. The task force detectives who busted the clerk say indictments are pending and that this new initiative won't end until they average $16.73 per week from every American citizen. For the fakest, I'm Brent Arnold. Give me my Emmy. Thanks, Brent. Now, we're going live to, uh, well, right here at KCOM Studios, where we're reporting on breaking news right at our doorstep. The Vegas Under Siege. That's right, folks. The protesters have nearly destroyed the front doors of KCOM Studios. And if they make it past the electrified lobby and the fake elevators, they'll climb 37 floors to attempt a takeover of the fakest newsroom. As part of our breaking news coverage, we go now to mythological weatherman Byron Seals. Byron, any hope the gods of legend can stop this Trojan horse on its way up Mount Olympics? This is Byron Seals, live from our Mythical Weather Crisis Center. And Paul, I just have to say, your mythological analogy was completely off base. And if these protesters were a Trojan horse, they'd be disguised as something innocent like a puppy or friendly old janitor. You guys need me to sweep up in here? Not now, Janitor Jim. Okay, Mr. Defoe. Now, I set out your liquor just like you like. It's in your dressing room when you- Get out! We're on the air! And under siege! Fine, but tell your mother I said hello. You stay away from my mom! You got it, son! Who is that guy anyway? So, Byron, what are the odds that Zeus or Superman or somebody like that can hop on down from Mount Olympics and help us out? Superman is not a Greek god, and it's Mount Olympus, not Mount Olympics. But no, Zeus can't intervene because the last time he was in our realm, I made him say his names backwards. Zeus. They can't return for 90 days. Oh, shit. Thanks, Byron. 
as we enter minute 12 of the fakest under siege. The protesters have weakened the bulletproof glass, but haven't quite broken through. We go now to Jake Stein, fakest traffic reporter. Jake, how is this protest screwing up traffic out on Clinton Avenue? <laughs> Shit's fucked, bro. Thanks, Jack. Leanne, is Birdman staying in position? Yes, sir. He's high in the sky over the majestic KCOM studios. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stay in your lane. I'll handle the poetic transitions. We now join Birdman Stan high in the sky over the majestic KCOM studios to find out if I can make my 730 spin class. Stan? Oh, hey, Polly. You got a lot of angry critters crawling up your shorts. My mom always said you ought not to kick a badger when he's pissed. And I think that advice rings as true today as it did outside that little shack back in Brookshire, Texas. Ugh, we can hear about your stupid life later, Stan. Are they in the building? Have they penetrated our bare minimum yet legally sufficient defenses? Hold on, Polly. I'll take her in for a closer look. They got a couple of tables in it, and they aren't just pounding that door like a pimple on prom night. That sucker's gonna bust any seat. Oh, shoot. There went my Jesus nut. Seriously? Again, this is like the third time this series. Stan, you'd better not crash that helicopter again, or I swear to God I will put a pox upon you and all of your descendants. Them protester types better move their butts before I pepper their pies. Yeah. Oh my God! <sighs> well... I guess, you know, we have to pay for the chopper, but at least he shut up those damn protesters. Folks, the fakest is no longer. Under Siege. Maybe we should go check on Birdman Stan. That looked really... Hey, Leanne, how, how long have you been working here? What, like two years or something? It's been about ten weeks, sir. Well, point stands. You should know by now that Birdman Stan always survives these things. He'll come staggering up the stairs before the end of the show. Yeah, I guess so. Sorry, Paul. Want to wrap up the show? I thought you'd never ask. I have some spinning to do. Let's run one more commercial so we can clean the gunk off the pavement outside. Then we'll wrap this puppy up. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. For you, the fakest faithful, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Over 180,000, yeah, I finally did it. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week, I'm recommending Mary and Lou and Rhoda and Ted by Jennifer Armstrong. Don't worry, that's not four books, that's just one. This singular audiobook tells the tale of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, one of my greatest inspirations. Ted Baxter was reporting the fake news years before I was, and our lawyers even told me not to say that. Check out my Medium article for more. To download Mary and Lou and Rhoda and Ted for free, or any other book your heart desires, start your free audiobook trial today at audibletrial.com slash thefakest. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash thefakest for your free audiobook. Now, let's quit screwing around. I have a bike to nowhere waiting for me. Spin class time. Finally tonight, the Walt Disney Company slash government has announced their newest Disney princess. But it might not be the one you'd expect.
Three tomatoes are walking down the street. Papa tomato, mama tomato, and a little baby tomato. Baby tomato starts lagging behind. Papa tomato gets angry. Goes over to the baby tomato and smushes him. Says, ketchup. One, two, three. <laughs> well, it's no let it go. But that's the song the latest Disney princess is singing to visitors behind Cinderella's castle, deep within the bowels of the Magic Kingdom. Mia Wallace, the star of Quentin Tarantino's indie hit Pulp Fiction, has been hand-selected by Disney's executive board to appeal to the audiences of today. Well, gee, with the heroin epidemic being what it is, we thought it was high time little girls in Appalachia and Florida had a positive role model to look up to. Gosh, Mia is a strong, sassy addict who would have set the world on Fox Force Fire if she hadn't snorted the wrong bag. Gosh, that was sad. But then again, so was Disney. Come on, Pluto. Let's go chase down another movie studio. What do you say, boy? Princess Mia is also sporting a makeover at her new meet-and-greet location. Hey, honey. Hey, hey, come on over. Come take a picture with me. Yeah? All right, come on over. No, no, no. You don't want Snow White. You see, here's the problem. Snow White took something from a stranger. You you can't take something from a stranger. You got to be sure if you're taking something, it's from a friend, all right? You got to have a good friend. How? You got got a boyfriend? How old is he? Six. Six. Okay, you know, you're going to want to get a boyfriend a little bit older, honey, all right? Get a little bit, someone who can drive, hmm? He's got to have a car. Doesn't have to be a nice car. She's got to be a good car, okay? Something he can drive you around in. You got to have good friends. Good friends are watching out for you, all right? And if you're going to do something, you always want to make sure you do something with your good friends nearby, hmm? Okay, nice big smile now. Good girl. You know, when I started here, they told me that I had to do parades, right? You got to go out and meet all the guests and wave and stuff like that. But they want to make me do the parades in a car. And yeah, I, I, I just, there's something about an open car. I just, I bad memories. So I told them, look, I'm, I'm not going to do the parade. I'll go and I'll meet the people and I'll shake their hands. We'll go get a drink, you know, whatever. But you can't put me on the back of a car and expect me to do well. Hmm? So I'm talking with the girls in the back. We're all like you know, damsel in distress. Every one of them got to be rescued by a guy. Me got to get rescued by a guy. But you know what? It's not like it's not our fault, hey? All right, you know, Sleeping Beauty, she got some issues with the curse. She went and she poked herself. And, uh, well, of course, and you got Snow White. She's taking things from strangers. You don't take things from strangers. And if you do, you know, you just got you to gotta be prepared, huh? You got to have a backup plan, huh? It's just, it's something you got to be ready for. Want to check out Princess Mia for yourself? She appears daily at 11.43 p.m., 1.52 a.m., 8.27 p.m., and 11 p.m. and a.m. But get there early. Wait times are estimated to be over four hours, and security will be enforcing Disney's strict one-bump-then-dump heroin policy at the security line. Well, that about wraps things up for the fakest tonight. Remember to do the thing with the stuff in the Uh, jar. Paul? Did Birdman Stan ever make it back? The desk hasn't heard from him since his chopper went down. Leanne, Leanne, Leanne. When are you going to stop worrying about Stan? Oh, hey, that rhymed. It's just, doesn't he usually check in once he wakes up? Well, maybe he's still sleeping then. 
You know what? Tell you what. If it's going to make you feel better, why don't you go ahead and call the cops? They're on the scene, scraping those entitled protesters off the street anyway. Have them initiate a stand scan. Okay. You close out the show. Will do. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, I've been Paul Defoe. Our promise to you, we fake it when we make it. Now go out there and have a hell of a night. What is it now? Hurry up, I'm gonna be late for spin class. Paul, Birdman Stan is dead. The police found him next to his chopper, with severe lacerations on his head and torso. Uh, oh, oh, okay, 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 I, I, I got, got what you're doing here. Uh, thanks for another fakest fake out, Leanne. Another fakest fake out. No, Paul, he's dead. Really, really dead. The only way the police knew it was him was the fakest ID badge he had on him. Holy, holy shit. There goes, there goes spin class. Subscribe to The Fakest on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app by going to thefakest.com. You'll get every episode when we release it. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by following The Fakest News. That's Fakest with an I. See you next time.